Okay. Uh, I just noticed uh, that that uh, jingle to uh, introduce our next segment here kind of has a little similar uh, feel with uh, Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses, but maybe that's just me. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, Aram Rowe is joining us here in the studio. This is our final segment of the day. Heads Up Monday, give you a preview of some of the major events to uh, look out for this week. Uh, Aram, busy man, uh, big, 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 big-time uh, news anchor, but uh, we always appreciate you joining our uh, humble program here on uh, early Monday morning. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. No pressure, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's start with something that uh, I, I believe maybe you're not going to be eligible for, the uh, dis- disaster relief funds given to all citizens. Uh, give us the details. Yeah, that's right. I'm not eligible for it because uh, I am registered as a foreigner, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should become naturalized and... Uh, But uh, anyway, yes, just to give you some details on it, in terms of the amount, uh, starting off with the starting off with four-person households, they will each get one million won and it'll go down by 200,000 won depending on the number of people in the household. So 800,000 won for three-person households, 600,000 for two and single uh, households. So individuals will get 400,000 won each. Uh, And obviously details, these amounts will change according to the households and the person and details will be available uh, on a government website which has been launched today, in fact. Uh, Some 2.7 million vulnerable households, meanwhile, though, uh, those on pensions and disability payments will receive cash from today. Those are cash uh, payments made into the bank account and they don't have to apply uh, Mm. separately because the government already has their bank details and uh, whatnot. Uh, For the rest, applications for the funds will begin on the 11th and they will either get a gift voucher or electronic cash that can be used at designated stores. Now, in terms of the gift voucher, please do note they do have a a three-month expiry period, so do use it within that time frame uh, and the top 30% income earners because there was this whole debate about the bottom 70% getting it and now it's been expanded to all citizens yeah. now the top 30% income earners will be able to donate the funds back and get their uh, and get tax benefits in return so if they do not apply for the funds they will also be considered as a donation as well um, and to keep people from all applying at once the government will run a five day rotational system according to the last digit of one's year of birth, just like we've been seeing with this mask rationing system. Right. Yeah. So we will see how uh, smooth this process runs. Uh, We know a lot of people uh, will want to Mm -hmm. apply for this uh, as early as possible, and uh, uh, it can get hectic, and so uh, we hope everything runs as smoothly uh, as uh, this thing gets underway. Let's talk sports now. Uh, Judging by your uh, posh British uh, Queen's English accent, uh, maybe baseball was not a part of your early uh, upbringing, Uh, maybe perhaps more cricket (laughs) <laughs> more your speed but uh, baseball is cricket uh, either <laughs> <laughs> baseball's a big sport here in Korea and uh, the big sports news is that they are going to set to open soon so what should we know yeah so the KBO regular season starts tomorrow in fact uh, they've been holding some preseason games so they will wrap up for the regular season to start tomorrow and of course because we are in the midst of this uh, virus coronavirus outbreak the games for the time being anyway will be held without spectators uh, and other regulations and guidelines are also in place for those who are on the field for example umpires and other officials even the ball boys and whatnot must wear masks and gloves as well Uh, every player's temperature will be taken twice before games and their conditions will be monitored constantly Uh, and the kbo will prohibit players from spitting and will ban barehanded high fives and handshaking because there are some players who habitually spit on the field right uh 
But well, I think that's the case with any sport that involves a lot of running, right? Yeah, a lot of uh, chewless tobacco that used to be a, a thing, and uh, yeah. so you, this is a different time, and uh, you want to yeah. be hygienic uh, even if you're playing baseball. Uh, Politics now, that's also mm-hmm. something uh, considered to be sport for, <laughs> for some. Uh, we're going to talk about that now. Our, the uh, main opposition party uh, still in disarray, huh? That's right. The United Future Party's emergency leadership body has been thrown into turmoil after the nominee, Kim Jong-in, refused the job, in fact. Uh, Kim is taking issue with the fact that the party intends to vote on formal leaders in August, so that only gives him about four months in power. Uh, and so there has been a lot of debate on that. There has been uh, a lot of in-party b i c k e r over Kim's potential appointments. Uh, some in the party's leadership say they'll try to persuade Kim to accept the role this week. Um, the floor leader, Shim j a c h a l has asked Kim to wait until a more favourable situation is created, in his words, so he could lead his own, on his own terms. Uh, and the party also plans to hold a standing committee meeting on Wednesday to vote on the matter. And the party will try to Uh, delete clause, a clause in the party convention that limits the interim leader's term uh, only until August. So he wants an indefinite term. Uh, a lot of people feel that's uh, unreasonable and uh, unprecedented in terms of uh, being a par- ahead of an emergency committee. And there's obviously a turf battle going on among the entrenched political mm. power base and, and the guys who want to see some reform. So uh, uh, disarray, uh, certainly at a time when uh, they were on the heels of what was a, a huge, huge loss in the uh, recent parliamentary elections. We're going to now look at some events uh, starting happening on uh, Friday, uh, starting with a decision. on an arrest warrant for the, we just talked about this during our fake news coverage, of the wife of the ex-Justice Minister Cho Guk? Uh, Yeah, but before that, I do want to mention a little bit more about the United uh, Future Party, uh, because they will be holding a vote on its new leadership on Friday, in fact. So, uh, just to go later on to the week. Uh, Now, this is despite speculation that this vote on the leadership will be uh, delayed, and a new floor leader and chief policymaker will be decided on that day. Um, And candidate registration will be from Wednesday to Thursday, and nominees will likely be from three- to five-term lawmakers. So, some political veterans are uh, in the midst of uh, running, potentially. Uh, But after the UFP's crushing defeat in the general elections, um, whoever is chosen will obviously have a mammoth task of trying to rebuild the party after that crushing defeat. And so I think the the potential pressure that they have to face, I don't think there's many nominees who are actively kind of putting their hat in the ring at the moment. That's actually going to have a big effect on uh, the uh, Kim Jong-un question as well, because there's been some sort of uh, decision to kick the can down the road and Mm. let this new floor leadership perhaps uh, take the reins of that. So whoever becomes... The uh, floor leader, uh, whether they're pro-Kim Jong-un or anti-Kim Jong-un, is probably going to decide uh, who's going to lead the party going forward. Okay, Mm -hmm. uh, let's go back to then uh, the the professor in question, the the wife of ex-Justice Minister uh, Cho Guk. She has been, uh, unfortunately, under a detention warrant uh, arrest for for quite a while now, and there's going to be a question on that, a decision on that. That's right. Chang Kyung-shim's current detention period actually ends on Sunday, and so the court will decide on Friday, two days before, whether to extend the detention period because the trial is still ongoing and the court actually heard arguments from the prosecutors and Chung's lawyers on the matter last week. Um, Prosecutors believe her detention should be extended as they believe more charges should be levied against her 
Uh, they also say there are more witnesses that need to testify and that there is a risk of her destroying evidence or even fleeing. Now, Chung's legal team says that it's not a concern and stressed that key witnesses uh, have already testified and that process has already pretty much been done and dusted and that there is no uh, concern for her to destroy evidence or flee. Now, just to remind people on what trial she's on, she's on trial for forging a document to support uh, her and ex-Justice Minister c h o g u k s daughter's college application. That was kind of, kind of been the main sticking point or the the main headline at the time. Yes. And, uh, but she's also been slapped with additional charges since then, including obstructing business, insider trading, embezzlement, and destroying evidence. Yep. So uh, certainly a lot of prosecutorial mm. energy being paid to, to make sure that uh, Chung Kyung-shim Uh, the professor is convicted of these uh, charges. Yeah. It really does highlight, once again, uh, partisan bickering aside, uh, really gives pause to anybody who may or may not be uh, appointed to a cabinet position here in Korea mm. and the scrutiny that, uh, yeah. that all that entails. Mm-hmm. You and I, as you said, uh, due to our citizenship, I fortunately don't have to worry about uh, <laughs> yeah. that kind of question, aside from all the yeah. other questions of qualifications <laughs> exactly. and ability to do the job. Uh, we're kind of jumping back and forth with the uh, National Assembly. We're going to go back mm. to the National Assembly right now, uh, Aram, and uh, the Speaker, m u n i s a n g who is mm-hmm. uh, on the last few uh, days of his job as well. He's looking to open a plenary session later this week. Yeah, I think that's probably why he wants to get a move on with things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Speaker wants to open the session on Friday to quickly have pending bills voted on. Now, this includes processing a bill to allow the public to propose a bill for constitutional amendment, the deadline for which is Saturday. Uh, other contentious bills would also be deliberated on, and rival parties had proposed, actually, in fact, to open a plenary session at 4pm on Friday. But, as we mentioned, considering the UFP is set to hold its leadership vote on that same day, it remains to be seen if the session can take place without its new floor leaders, because there has to be deliberations between floor leaders and whatnot. So if the UFP doesn't have one, then we'll have to see. And there seems to be some resistance on their side anyways uh, with the accusations that this is a ploy to to push in a uh, a constitution that will uh, guarantee uh, progressive or maybe some extreme voices saying communist rule here in the country for for generations to come. Exactly. And uh, any delay in parliament or any politics is pretty much expected anyway. Yeah. They're looking at Friday, but I doubt it. Yeah, skeptical (laughs) is probably the safe stance to take there. Okay, we're going to finish off with some economic news uh, and uh, commission-free crediting ratings for small business owners uh, in Korea that will be extended. What what are we talking about here? Yeah, so the Korean credit bureau NICE, or NICE Information Service will be extending its commission-free credit rating service for public construction biddings by another week to this Friday. And this is to help small business owners Uh, and SMEs, especially in Tegu, uh, that have taken a hit from the COVID-19 pandemic. And those who do want to take advantage of this free service can do so on the website of the Korea Specialty Contractor Financial Cooperative or ring up the uh, NICE information service as well. Yeah, and so it might not seem like something that affects your daily life as a listener, probably for the vast majority uh, of all of us listening. But it is uh, important to remember that despite the fact that uh, Korea has uh, been widely lauded for its handling of the pandemic, there has been certainly an economic hit here. And now the the question is how to best uh, recover from all of this. All right. Aram, we are going to leave it there. Thank you very much. As always, I believe uh, we will talk to you again next Monday. Will do. Thank you. And that's going to do it for us as well. Uh, my name is Henry Shin. Our producers are Kang Jin-soo and Kim Jae-san. Our writers are Choi Kyung-mi, 
Oajin and Sungunji. Coming up next, we're going to have TBS EFM's COVID-19 live updates. This is where listeners can stay informed about the impacts of the coronavirus outbreak. It's going to be broadcast in English by Na s u n g y a n from 9 to 9.30 a.m. and in Chinese from 9.30 to 10 a.m. by Chi Mingming. We will see you again tomorrow. This has been Henry Shin. Goodbye.